Hey everyone, welcome to Spit Talking with Talia. And today we're going to talk about Sean, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy, Love. I don't know what else. Combs versus Cassie Ventura. And yeah, I have my thoughts and opinions. I also have the 35-page court document in front of me. We're not going to, well, we're going to skim through it. Because initially I wanted to read it all, but as I was going through it, I was like, yeah, it wouldn't, it's not because it would bore you to death because there's a lot of information that's in it. It is just a whole lot. Um, and when a court document has, you know, a trigger warning on it, I'm not trying to trigger anybody who has experienced any form of abuse in their life, but, um, the main objective today is to expose the foolery um, for those who haven't read it. So yeah, if you want to talk about it with me, by all means, stay tuned um, before you get all cozy. What I would like for you to do is um, click that subscribe button. Alongside of it is a notification bell. Also check me out on your podcast platforms and Check me out there as well. That's on Apple and on Spotify. But yes, if you are strictly here for the YouTube, go ahead and click um, subscribe and click the notification bell. We are posting every Thursday, whether it's edited or unedited, you're going to get a video every Thursday. Thank God. So I don't even know where to begin because my thoughts and opinions are all over the place when it comes down to this situation because I grew up in the era where bad boy entertainment was a staple in the hip hop community. Bad boy entertainment, it is a the the record label that brought us Biggie forever cherished. I don't know what's going on with your boy Sean Combs, but he clearly has done the most. And it's like, how did we oversee some of it? I think a lot of stuff were, was in our face because I always, I saw, uh, what's the name? Uh, an interview that he had did. I want to say it was Drink Champs. It was him, Jada Kiss, Fabulous, and somebody else. And he was, he was just being weird, like, I knew that he wasn't sober. I mean, in drink champs, right? But he was just being weird and he was giving a whole nother vibe. So it was like, okay, that threw a red flag. I never really liked Puffy, like the artist, you know what I mean? I felt like he had produced great artists. We got to thank him for Faith Total, for those who grew up in the 90s, for 112, Mace. Um, day 26 was like, a little past my time frame, like I was really over, you know, bad boy, but he has produced some great music and dude's a weirdo. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so let's get into this document. So again, for those who don't know who um, Sean Combs is, this is my version, my explanation without Google or whatever, because I grew up listening to this dude. He is a music mogul, a hip hop mogul. Like he brought us good music, right? I can't, you know, he also brought the clothing line. Um, what's the name? Sean John. <laughs> Sean John. And I will say back in like the 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 late nineties, early two thousands, like Sean John was it was it for the men. And I, I don't know, I can't remember if he did anything for females, but for sure the men were killing it. Clothes were dope. Can't take that away from him and also he is the founder of Ciroc I am not a drinker have I had Ciroc before like sure but I'm not a vodka person like I don't like vodka I like tequila and I don't know whether or not he does tequila don't care but I know that Ciroc is his thing and that I believe that is his current money maker because I don't recall him promoting anybody I think I've seen, seen his son that looks just like him. I don't know whether or not he's doing music, but nonetheless, that's who he is. If you question, <laughs> if you question what I said about him, by all means, Google is free. Um, and Cassie Ventura, she was actually one of his artists on um the Bad Boy label. And 
I think she came out 2006, 2007, roughly around that time is also listed in the court document. And she literally came out with one song that I can recall. And that's You and Me. Um, I, I think it had made the, you know, Billboard 200 or whatever have you. But I don't recall her getting awarded for anything. The song was cool. She kind of gives you those um, Sierra vibes. Sierra vibes as like not a singer. Sierra's a performer. I can't even say that Cassie's a performer. That kind of like, you know, autotune is doing the work for her. You know what I mean? Like she's not a singer. She's very pretty. You know what I mean? Modeling should have been more her her lane than singing. But nonetheless, like I don't have her on any of my playlists, no diss to her, but she just wasn't, you know, a person that I would gravitate towards back in the day or even now. So at this point in time, we know that she has, she filed. She filed on the 16th and literally on the 17th, he paid, he settled, right? He settled out of this whole situation. So my issue right now is for all that is said in this document, because I would like to say either I heard it or I read it somewhere. I want to say that I heard it, that um, he was stating that, oh, uh, she was trying to um, blackmail him, extort him, or whatever the case is. If that is true, right? I believe those are crimes, <laughs> correct? Leave that in the comment section if those are not crimes or where there are crimes. But I thought the extortion and blackmail was a thing that um, was frowned upon. So if that was the case, why would you pay that out is my question, right? You know, when you settle, I feel like that's more so of admitting to guilt. So we're going to get into it because I want to read some of the things. If Again, I'm not reading things uh, verbatim. Like I'm going through pages, yes, but I am not going to read word for word out of this whole 35 page document. What I will do, I will be reading what I want you to hear word for word. Okay, that makes sense. So this is on page two. So if you decide to look it up, I will also leave the link of where I found this um, in the description box. And by all means, you can read it along with me or um, read it at your own you know, time or whatever. So this is um, under the preliminary statement. This is number three. Um, so it says among... Among other violent and unlawful acts, Mr. Combs, he has raped Miss Ventura in her own home after she tried to leave him, often punched, beat, kicked, and stomped on Miss Ventura, resulting in bruises, burst lips, black eyes, and bleeding, blew up a man's car after he learned that he was romantically interested in Miss Ventura. That that part right there, not that the other stuff wasn't like, you know, shocking. The fact that he blew up someone's car, it is stated later down in the document. So we'll get into it. Um, forced Miss Ventura to engage in sex acts with male sex workers while masturbating and filming the encounters. Ran out of his apartment with a firearm in pursuit of a rival industry executive whom he whom he learned was nearby that was suge knight right it's in the court document also i just don't want to go into too much detail about that um for those who don't know newer generation may have not known of the west and east coast beef that's what ultimately took out biggie smalls and tupac whole another situation if you want also in the comment section if you want me to cover the case of tupac and, um, you know, the recent findings and the person who uh, took his life. If you want me to go over that case, please let me know in the comment section. I was interested. I mean, side note, I was interested in talking about that. But, you know, I don't know if you would have, you know, wanted to talk about it. So, <laughs> so let me know. I might go over it anyway, because it's been um, a long time coming. But anyhow, back to this foolery demanded Miss Ventura to carry his firearm in her purse just to make her uncomfortable and demonstrate how dangerous he is and introduced Miss Ventura to a lifestyle of excessive alcohol and substance abuse and required her to um, procure illicit prescriptions to satisfy his own addiction. 
what baffles me about stuff like this is that when someone is mentally ill, right? Because, and I'm, I'm a detox nurse, right? That's my full-time job. That's what I do. Um, it's one of those diseases that's very selfish. Um, definitely they don't care about no one else, but to feed their addiction. And he took, I'm, I can't even say allegedly, but for, you know, my safety, let me go say allegedly, he allegedly did this to her to feed his own addiction from everything, drugs, clearly sex. And when we get into that, to that part, it was like, dude, you need nothing but the dear Lord, some anointed oil. Just, just take him to the the, the was it Jordan River and dip him because this dude is freaking demonic based on this court document, truly. And what what's gonna kill me is that who's gonna still work with this dude? How do you comfortably still work with this dude? Like, um, I mean, it's a good documentary. Again, side note, but you know, this is a podcast, so we're just gonna talk freely. If it throws you off that I change subjects here and there, please forgive me. But um, yeah, I, I, let's talk. But anyway, so so there is a new Tyler Perry documentary on amazon prime and it's very good it's called maxine's baby so it's just basically about you know how he got to this point what he had to do you know in his relationship with his mother and his relationship with his father and um diddy was in that briefly towards the end but he was there so it was like you you build these relationships with these people so after this like i would love to see Who's going to still mess with this dude? I don't know how many people follow him on social media, but I'm just, I'm curious to know whether or not people stop following him. Um, because like, how do you continue to support a person that has these allegations? And it's not because, okay, it's one thing when someone accuses you of doing something, right? It's like, okay, you're being accused. You could say, I, I did or did not do it. In the event that there is, you know, it's in question, you can take it to court. You were innocent until proven guilty. Even though this was a civil case and money was involved. Okay, cool. But if you felt like you were completely innocent, what is there to settle? Oh, no, you're taking me to court. We're we're talking about this out loud. I want things to go on the record. Me saying dot, 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 dot. No, I'm not giving up my hard dollar if I didn't do nothing. You see what I'm saying? So I just decided to go over to his Instagram just to see how many followers he had or and kind of peep the comments before I get into the rest of this. And so he currently has 20.4 million followers on uh, Instagram. So I don't know, is Love his new album or is Love his new name? And then also when you kind of think about it, like there were some identity issues if you continuously had to change your name, like there was nothing wrong with Sean. (laughs) Yeah. In the comments of his his last post that was on August the 31st, I take it. Oh no, I guess it's a pin post. Someone had put, it was the first comment that I saw. It said, like this comment, if you want Kim Porter's death investigated. I think that would be a great idea. You went from she's blackmailing you to paying her. She must have had crazy evidence. You see what I'm saying? The people know. (laughs) The people know. Dude is bugging. So it continues from page two. It says, Miss Ventura met Mr. Combs in 2005 when she was 19 years old and he was 37 years old. He signed her to her label, Bad Boy Records, and within a few years, lured Miss Ventura into an ostentatious, fast-paced, drug-fueled lifestyle and into a romantic relationship with him. Her boss, one of the most powerful men in the entertainment industry, and a vicious, cruel and controlling man nearly two decades her senior and our Kelly wasn't the only one we knew that right we know there's plenty I mean I guess even Jay-Z and Beyonce there is an age gap there I think 10 years maybe um but there is 
we know that men and women do this, right? Where they will date older, date younger, whatever the case is. That that as of here lately is something that's also promoted with the whole male red pill foolery that, you know, I'm gonna live my life. And when I decide to settle down or whatever the case is, reproduce or whatever, I'll find me a young one. To the men that believe that and think that that is okay, you don't, you don't think it's sick. I mean, just a little bit. It's like when you see a person that young, it's like, or try to date a person that young, you don't, you don't ever look at it like, man, especially when you have kids, like that's like dating my kid. Uh, Mr. Combs, as um, asserted complete control over Ms. Ventura's personal and professional life, thereby enduring inability to escape his hold. He provided unprecedented avenues for su- for success for the aspiring artist, but a return demanded obedience, loyalty, and silence. You kind of just want to know what the initial conversation was when she decided to sign with Bad Boy. Like, how was that conversation? And you decided to, was it because I just want to pick her brain. I would never accuse a victim of something, right? But I, I personally would like to know the thought process to what made it more, like, how did he market this? And like, how did, how was it appealing for someone to say, you better obey me, right? And your loyalty is just to me. Like, you're limiting the artist. Again, I'm not an artist. I'm just a nurse and a person with a camera. I don't know what that conversation would be like. But if you knew that from that initial conversation, that it might be a little issue, like, how did he package this thing for you? Well, I would have been no. He would tell me, which I can understand, like, you know, it's a regular job. You need to follow the rules or whatever the case is, but obey. When she believed that she had finally separated from her longtime abuser, she joined Mr. Combs for a dinner, after which he forced her into her home and raped her while she repeatedly said no and tried to push him away. Do you see where it becomes like people's behavior becomes questionable? When you felt like you finally got away, he wanted to have dinner. May I ask? why you wanted to go for those who know me in real life know that I am a very forgiving person um I tolerate quite a bit like I'm not a spark plug until you become super disrespectful to me right I'm gonna let you do you when I'm in an argument I don't got time to curse you out or whatever I'd rather use the little bit of intellect that I have and express myself so there's no confusion in my opinion when you start cursing and carrying on things get misconstrued sometimes people use curse words just way to express themselves or they really want to hurt you you know I just want you to know how I truly feel so let me just eliminate certain words out of my vocabulary so I could be clear but when I say I am done with you. That's exactly what I mean. I'm done. I don't want any parts. This is what this is romantically and in friendship. If you are a negative entity in my life, it I have to pull away. I'm not even tell you that I'm done with you. I just choose not to talk to you. Um, but if I'm trying to escape something, and I Lord knock on wood, I never had to run from anything, right? I always kind of see things through. I can't imagine finally being free and then returning to have a conversation for why. Miss Ventor has now fully escaped Mr. Combs, but the harm that the assaults and sexual abuse he caused her to experience for nearly a decade will forever haunt her. I'm freaking sure. I'm sorry, she has required intensive medical and psychological care to recover from the trauma she lived through. Um, I will say I'm a huge advocate for therapy and um, I just hope and I pray that she gets the, the help that she needs. God is good. And 
you should never fear anybody or anything but him. I'm a believer. So if you don't like the God talk, I'm so sorry. You're going to get it here because I'm always a reference him. You will find strength to deal with some things and um, defend yourself if necessary. Defend yourself if necessary. You know what I mean? But I did therapy and I, I definitely advocate that. God is almighty and he's great. He also created therapists, so use them. She can't. She cannot, however, continue to live in silence about what she endured. Mr. Combs remains Im remains immensely powerful, immensely dangerous. Miss Ventura therefore seeks justice for the deck for the decade of her life that Mr. Combs took away from her, and with threats of violence, excessive use of drugs, physical and psychological abuse, and sexual slavery. That's heavy it kind of goes back to like r kelly because we all know that he there was documentaries made about him dude went to court he's currently in jail blah 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 blah. right i would like to say based on their funds any woman would would have been more than happy to deal with these folks willingly you know what i'm saying like you wouldn't have to force yourself you wouldn't have to force yourself on women because there are women out there who would want to be with you but no, I guess that's a power thing. You know, I'm a rule over you. And the fact that they do it to the young ones. You see, ladies, if I can find a clip of this um, young woman, she was, I think she has a podcast with somebody older dude. And I think he was on Love and Hip Hop or whatever. But I recently saw a clip and she even said to herself, like, yo, I'm not messing with no, no older dude. Like, what do you want with me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm 44. In the event I ever have to be out in those dating streets, which I don't even think I would ever put myself in a situation if I get a divorce. <laughs> no, thank you. I wouldn't date at 44. I'm old, right? So it's not like I can, you know, if I date someone who's 60, it's like, okay, man, you and I are like, what and what? <laughs> because I can no longer reproduce, so I am no benefit if that's what you want. You go for the young ones because you feel like they're moldable. You feel like you can truly take advantage of that. So I need my young ladies to open up. Like if an older dude approaches you, really question why. Like what is it that you want with me? And it's not because you may not be brilliant, smart, whatever have you, beautiful, whatever have you. But really question that. Like, okay, out of all the women in the world, you rather date me and there's a 20-year gap, there's a 15-year gap, there's a 10-year, what do you want? So just be careful. So I am going to be reading from page seven, and this is under the factual allegations. Um, I was going to just, you know, I was going to talk about 25 and 26. It had stated um, at the time, Mrs. Ventura was 19, he was 37, kind of said that at the very beginning, because like the, the beginning of this document is basically a whole summary of what the whole 35 pages is. And that's why it was like really no need to kind of go over each page because it was a great summary in the beginning. Um, and at 26, it states within months in February of 2006, Miss Ventura signed a 10-album deal with Mr. Combs' record label. The girl only got one out. So all of this, right, and nothing happened. That girl's career went nowhere. So number 32 states, within a year of signing with Bad Boy Records, Mr. Combs became deeply entrenched in Mrs. Ventura's life, almost immediately asserting possession and control over her and inserting himself into all aspects of her career and her personal life. I would have loved to have seen how it was played out. Like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't, an, in my mind, I'm thinking like how abusers might work. Like it's not all initially, it's not super aggressive, right? You just seem to be like, it seems like, you know, it's all good. Or you're the boss. They just want to preserve the artist and make sure the artist is doing everything they're supposed to do. Blah, 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 blah. Well, was there a red flag along the way to be like, okay, well, you know, this dude is doing way too much, even though I know I'm signed to him, but some of this may be inappropriate. You know what I mean? Ms. Ventura's hairstylist and Mr. Combs' makeup artist told Ms. Ventura that Mr. Combs was interested 
and Miss Ventura. Miss Ventura shrugged off the gossip and in her and in fact expressed disgust given the large age gap. Girl, yes. But somehow it was convincing enough to deal with him. Because we we can't not we can't skip over that. I can't be biased to because I mean there's two sides to every story. Now do I think that Sean Combs is an effed up individual? Yeah, I actually do. Um, do I believe he did any of this? Mm-hmm. I do. I don't recall ever hearing anything about him blowing anything up during that time frame, but I do believe that he is um a disgusting human. Yeah, I do. At an after party in a hotel suite. Following Miss Ventura's 21, 21st birthday, Mr. Combs pulled Miss Ventura into a bathroom and forcibly kissed, kissed her. Miss Ventura did not consent to this unwanted contact. She immediately ran out the bathroom in the hotel suite and cried. She told her best friend at the time about what had happened, but was too scared to tell anyone else. Someone blatantly disrespects you. It's like, why are we protecting them? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't we able to speak up and voice what they did that was wrong? If I don't do nothing else, I definitely want to encourage anybody, male, female, non-binary, whoever, always speak your mind. If someone is hurting you, there's nowhere where it's written that you need to endure unwanted foolery by people of power. I know that God, I feel like God, and I don't know, you know, I didn't write the Bible or nothing, but I feel like God would give you grace if he knew that you were defending yourself, right? You're not going to viciously hurt somebody, but if someone is hurting you, there should be no hesitation, none whatsoever. Run, do what you have to do. But social media wasn't like a big thing back in the early 2000s either. But the first opportunity I had, this dude's business would have been out there. And I just feel bad for his kids. Like, I wonder what his kids are saying because he's Sean Combs, he's Pop Daddy, Diddy, whatever. And then you have your kids who are also in the limelight. And you have daughters, my dude, daughters. So now these kids are going to have to pay for the sins of the father. That's messed up. So, okay, so under under the Mr. Combs lures Miss Ventura into a relationship. So it's like how you force yourself into a relationship with someone and they don't want to deal with you. Like, how are you okay with that? I can't imagine saying, hey, you're going to be my boyfriend, my husband, whatever. And you have no say so in that. So let's look at you crazy. One particular night around September 2007, Mr. Combs insisted on taking Ms. Ventura out. Ms. Ventura, I can't, whatever word that is, <laughs> fearing that rejecting Mr. Combs' request would have repercussions for her album deal with Mr. Combs and his company, Bad Boy Records. But you see what I'm saying? People will look at you sideways anytime you question the victim. But based on that statement, right, it's like your your thought process, like what were you thinking? If you felt like the treatment that you were receiving was foul, right? There was, there was nothing great about it. But you were scared that your record deal was jacked up? <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't have been a singer. You know what I mean? Like it, it just wouldn't have happened. Because it's like at what rate are you willing to just like Deal with whatever for some fame. Come on, man. I don't, it's, I don't know. Number 42. He handed her a pill and told her to take it. But Miss Ventura asked what the pill was. Mr. Combs dismissed her and told her she would like it. No. And no. You can't hand me nothing. I can't see what bottle it came out of. If I am not familiar with whatever it is that you're handing me, no. I don't even take open can can. Like nothing. If it's open and you're handing it to me to take it, I won't. No thanks. I don't care who it is. I'm good. No, 
no, no. Never trust anyone like that. Hey, you want to take a pill? For what? I don't have a headache. I don't have, you know, acid reflux. Why are you handing me this? No, thanks. Now, if you try to shove it down my throat, you can always spit it out. Spit it out. Because I can't say cheek it. You cheek it. It absorbs, right? You'll eventually get a hit of whatever that is. But I'm like, yeah, mm -mm. we're going to be fighting. We're going we're gonna to fight. Point blank, period. There is no way that I would have made it out of this situation alive because me and this dude would have been fighting. Um, and I'm on page 14, um, number 66, in January 2009, after Mr. Combs learned that Miss Ventura spoke to another music manager at a party in Los Angeles, he became enraged. She had hoped speaking to this manager would allow her to further grow her career and that Mr. Combs would be happy for her. But instead, he became extremely angry and pulled her out of the club where the party was taking place. Y'all gonna be mad at me because it's like, I'm gonna always say know who you're dealing with, right? I say this all the time at work because dealing with people who are battling addiction um, upon intake, you really don't know what you're dealing with, how they handle their alcohol or whatever drug they're on, right? So some some of them can be really happy, some of them can just be jerks, whatever, because they're high under the influence of something. And you just have to know who you're dealing with. If a person is combative, right? My suggestion is always and forever will be you don't continue to engage. Pick up on someone's mannerisms, right? know their flow right and at this point you've been with this dude for a while so you kind of know if he's done something like drank or did drugs what type of person he he is you know what I mean so may I ask why would you talk to a manager behind his back if he's controlling your life and you're aware of this right and you haven't left right I'm not saying that you have to check in with anybody because it is your life it was your career you can do whatever you want but based on what I'm reading based on the fact that you stayed longer than necessary for your career knowing that this dude is abusive on all levels of abuse what made you think he was going to be happy for you if you talked to someone else about managing you just a question because the plan is to always Always make it through alive. Always, like, don't agitate the abuser as much as possible. If, you, if you're staying, don't agitate. If you're not going to fight this person back. You know what I mean? So what, what? Confusion. That's all. People forgive me. I'm not, but I have questions. I'm going to ask them. In the car leaving the club, Mr. Combs beat Miss Ventura, pushing her into the corner of the vehicle and stuffing her face. There is a special place in hell for Diddy. So number five, it was it's a section. So number five is and on page fifteen, Mr. Combs forces Miss Ventura into sex trafficking. You're supposed to be in a relationship with a dude, and you can't even be safe in his presence. Your guy is supposed to protect you, right? You're supposed to feel safe, protected with your significant other, regardless of how that relationship goes. You you shouldn't have to fear them. But when I read some of this to you, and if you guys still support Diddy, love, whatever, y'all still support him. Oh my God. It's like, how can you? Those who still support him, I'm not, I'm gonna go through his stuff. I'm going to go through, see who follows him. And if any of my top people, like as far as like hip hop artists still follow this dude, oh yeah, you definitely get unfollowed. My playlist is going to look like complete trash. Because how, like, what kind of disgusting human would traffic their significant other? Yeah. Nobody but the devil himself. So when I read this, this is definitely a trigger 
warning if you have been assaulted, right? If you're watching this on YouTube, a lot of the stuff is going to be bleeped out somewhere. I'm going to have to nip it out. But um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, on, the, on one of the podcast platforms, if you have ever been abused sexually, I'm going to say it right now, just kind of skip a few and then come back. Because I think this is where I top it off for it. Because it just, it it's so heavy. If all of this is true, which I'm going to assume that it is because he paid her, um, Sean needs therapy. He needs therapy. He needs to be in jail. Dude is a sicko. So it says within a few months of beginning a romantic relationship with 40-year-old Mr. Combs, the 22-year-old Mrs. Ventura felt beholden to his whims and demands. While in New York City, Mr. Combs told her, told Miss Ventura that he wanted to engage in a fantasy of his, of his called voyeurism. Mr. Combs said that it would turn him on if he saw Miss Ventura with another dick. Isn't that, if you made it this far, right? Please leave down in the comment section. What do you think is wrong with him? Not even, uh, yes, he, something's wrong. But what do you think this dude is covering up? Because wh why would you want to see her with another man? The first time Mr. Combs hired a man and brought the man into his home in Los Angeles, the man, the man, Mr. Combs and Ms. Ventura wore masquerade masks and ingested drugs. Mr. Combs directed Ms. Ventura to perform sexual acts with this man while Mr. Combs watched them. He masturbated while he directed Ms. Ventura and the man to do specific sexual acts. The entire encounter lasted multiple days. There wouldn't have been no lawsuit with me. I would have gotten, and I'm not a vengeful person, but this here, I would have to ask for forgiveness. Just do what I have to do and then beg the Lord right after, like, please take me back in the, the pearly gates because this dude ain't gonna make it a lot. Mr. Combs began to call the arrangement a freak off or fo he would repeatedly tell miss ventura at random moments that he wanted an fo and miss ventura was eventually expected to facilitate the location and the hiring of the male workers at certain points during miss ventura and mr cohen's relationship he would insist on fo weekly mr combs would repeatedly tell miss ventura that this practice was our thing and our secret. FOs would often take place in hotel suites, include the Trump International Hotel of, in Columbus Circle, the London Hotel in Los Angeles, the, inter, in, the Intercontinental Century City, the Intercontinental, okay, just list in the hotels. Okay, fine. On one occasion, around um, 2013, Mr. Combs had an FO set up at the Intercontinental Hotel in New York City, after which he was charged with ten, with tens of thousands of dollars in damages by the hotel. Upon information and belief, Mr. Combs' chief of staff, Tony Fletcher, paid the invoice charged by the hotel. So, dear God, what was it that y'all were doing in it? Ms. Ventura was eventually instructed to use websites and escort services to find male sex workers to participate the FOs. Mr. Combs told Ms. Ventura to search for the large black penises on the website. Are you going to say it or am I? Let me tell you something. Be into whatever you're into, right? But stop covering it up. And then abusing people in the long run because you haven't addressed your sexual issues. You don't know who you like and who you don't like. And then you decide you want to abuse people because you're confused. You know. 
Yo, I feel for her. Truly, I feel for her. Um, I don't want to... Because there's more to that. But it's just... It's just too much. Um, it continues to go on with the abuse and beating on her and her running down, you know, and I think in the same hotel, just running and trying to escape and her going back, even after escaping her going back. And it's like, girl, like, I don't, you were out. Security telling you don't go back there because they saw it on the camera that he was abusing you. And you proceeded to go back. You wanted to apologize for leaving at all. I don't know. I'm confused. It's it's heartbreaking that anybody would have to go through this. Truly. And the fact that dude is a freaking billionaire. I don't know when he reached the billionaire status. But it's like... The same thing like with Bill Cosby, right? I, I question, and again... Y'all can say what you want to say about me when it comes down to this, but I always question why wait until you see someone become so successful and then you want to start talking. My forever motto would be, I don't want to ever see you succeed. I would, it'd be my sole purpose in life to make sure you lose everything. Don't have nothing. Living on the street, that's where I We'll make sure. Now, as a Christian, I don't think that's the way to go, right? Because <laughs> it's not. You shouldn't have a, a, a vengeful spirit. But it's like if you're causing me all types of harm, I'm not giving you peace. It, it's sad, but it's true. Like that, that's, I'm a, a work in progress. The Lord works on me each and every day. And I strive to be a better person. But the person that I am today, I... I couldn't say that I would make things comfortable. There'd be ways I would try to make sure you knew I'm causing you damage. Um, yeah, because this dude has money. And I guess, you know, with doing the silver suit, her pay, I don't know what it is. I keep hearing like $50,000 that was floating around. That's how much she got. Or she asked for $30,000 and 50 was what was given. I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough. If she settled for that, I'm like, girl, why settle for that? I would have wanted to take it all the way to court. I'm getting you for everything. Everything. But the thing is, I'm pretty sure that it was settled. Not pretty, like just an assumption, right? That it was settled because this dude can't get all the evidence out there. He doesn't want the story told. But this document is already out there. We're reading it. Sir, we, we see the the deviant that you are. Satan himself. Talking about love. And how do you hug and kiss on your daughters, your children? Like, how? Um, The first cause of action is sex trafficking under 18. Um, I'm not going to read the whole description underneath it. Um, the second one is violation of the New York services for victims of human trafficking. Third cause action is a violation of the California Trafficking Victims Protection Act. Fourth is cause of action, battery, sexual battery under New York law. And it's against all, against defendant Sean Combs. Okay, because I know that when I read a little bit ago, or yesterday, I want to say, that it was like bad boy, everybody, <laughs> whoever who was attached to him, she was coming for him. That's when like 50, 50 million, that's not enough. Um, fifth cause, uh, cause of action is sexual assault. Pursuant of the California Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act. Sixth cause of action, violation of the Victims of Gender Motivated Violence Act. Seventh cause of action, sexual harassment, gender discrimination, hostile work environment under New York State human rights law. 
I don't even know what like what that means. Plaintiff repeats and realleges each and every allegation in all of the preceding paragraphs as if fully set forth herein. Plaintiff, I mean, defendants discriminate discriminated against plaintiff on the basis of her gender and violation. How? Okay, well, I mean, whatever works, girl. Get your money. Um, eighth cause of action: sexual assault, gender discrimination, and hostile work environment. For a money judgment representing compensatory damages, including consequential damages, lost wages, earning, and all other sums of money, together with interest on these amounts, according to proof. For a money judgment for mental pain, anguish, and severe emotional distress, according to proof. For punitive and exemplary uh, damages, according to proof. For attorney fees and costs. For prejudgment and post-judgment interest. And for such other and further relief as the court may deem just and proper. Dated November 16th. 2023 so she definitely had proof <laughs> for her to get some loot she definitely had some proof and this dude was like yeah i can't i can't have you show any of this to the public and uh yeah this dude we can't keep putting money in his pocket so are you going to still buy Ciroc? Are you going to still follow whatever he's doing? You know what I mean? Like, y'all downloading this album? I don't even know. I don't know what the whole love thing is about. But are you going to be supportive? Like, he shouldn't have any followers right now. 20 million? Why do you have 20 million folks after this came out on the 16th? I've seen James Charles lose a million in a day. Who's going to still hang with you? Who's having this? Who has called him up to talk to him about this nonsense? I would love to know. This dude, yeah, I feel like more needs to happen to him. Like you still can't walk around this earth comfortable. Like you got to lose something. 50 million isn't enough. That's how much she got. Like it, it's not enough. Dude is sick. yeah so guys let me know what you think down in the comment section how you feel about this whole situation um there definitely isn't a side to choose from for sure um i be i do believe cassie and everything i when when i question things i just question it because i just try to understand everybody in the situation one i don't reason with crazy so i, I can't reason with diddy ever because he needs help he needs to be institutionalized he needs to be put a freaking way um but when it comes down to other people and in this situation with cassie i just want to find the reason like what was your rationale and it could be a nursing thing like what was your rationale to keep moving forward with an individual after him showing signs you know what i mean like I can, I can insert myself in this um, when it comes down to dealing with people that um, have addictions or whatever have you. When I first met my husband, like dude didn't have a problem. As a matter of fact, he stated to me, I do not drink because I come from family that drinks. So I stay away from it, right? Cool. At that time, I actually was a drinker. Not a not an everyday drinker, but I drank on Fridays. Fridays was my biggest day that I would I would drink. I would have my six shots of tequila and I would go to sleep. Um, it was every weekend. It wasn't like you know, I did every again didn't do it every night, but I was the drinker. So not until damn near ten years later in is when he decided to drink and drink. So you never know how people may turn up. They might be they might be fine or whatever have you and then be a problem. Or people will show you immediately who they are and then you decide to ignore the signs for whatever reason. 
So my only question to Cassie is like, you had your blinders on because you wanted money. You wanted to succeed in the music industry and you felt like you had to endure foolery in order to get there. That I, I feel bad for you. I feel bad that you had to sacrifice yourself to get to some form of success. Well, my, I just want to say if you ever were to come across this, that I wish you nothing but healing. Um, I don't know the God that you serve, but definitely heal, pray, go to a therapist. If you have to take meds, take meds that would turn the brain off. You know what I mean? Um, but I, my prayer is that you just heal. And I know that you have a family now, a beautiful family, husband and children, and let them be your sanctuary. You're going to get people who are going to make negative comments. And even like myself, just questioning what you went through. Because I'm, I'm, the, I'm the outside person looking in. But give yourself a sense of peace. And yeah, try to get more money because $50, 50 million is nothing <laughs> compared to what this dude is sitting in his pocket. I'm curious to know like how much money he receives on Ciroc alone. This has nothing to do with royalties or whatever have you for music he created in the past. I want to know how much is Ciroc bringing you on the weekly, daily, whatever have you. Dude has bread to cover your, your pain on all levels he owes you way more i hope it was more than 50 million lord jesus i hope it was more but i'm pretty sure he might have you know told them to like not list the actual amount if i can find it i will insert it somewhere uh but yeah that's all i got guys let me know down again down in the comment section your thoughts and opinion about this whole situation um and yeah again it's not a matter of who you support we know right from wrong over here. We know that this dude is a freaking maniac and we're not going to support him, right? I hope you guys liked this video. It was, um, I wouldn't say entertaining or like this podcast. Um, it was informative because you, you definitely got to know who you're dealing with, who you're supporting and, you know, can't go in blindly. But I hope you got something out of it. I pray that you all will have a great week. If you want to, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me on X, better known as Twitter or vice versa, however you want to say that, on Twitter as Spit Talk Talia. Yeah, Spit Talk Talia, because I changed everything recently, so bear with me, guys. I'll insert it somewhere. Spit Talk Talia, and you can find me on Instagram. If you want to check out makeup or whatever, you can still find me on Talia's Eye Candy. And if you want to see clips of whatever I put up, and talking about some of this drama, you can find me on Spit Talking with Talia, also on Instagram. And that's it. That's where I'm at. And again, follow me on um, your podcast platform. And I will catch you all in the next one. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Oh, <laughs>